0: Hello, my name is Elizabeth Brough. I'm a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute and I'm talking with Thomas Ilvers, former former president of Estonia. Thomas, uh, you're a keen election observer and observer of uh, interference in in lots of other ways. What did you make of the US election?
1: Well, by all indications, um, Elizabeth, uh, there was uh, far less of the overt interference that we saw in 2016. Uh, Certainly that is what uh, U.S. officials have indicated. The disinformation was perhaps more subtle and it was boosted in other ways. It was not as crude as it was in 2016. uh, It seems that the uh, social media companies uh, were a little bit more careful. I don't know how much, but it seems that way but i think what's also become clear since 2016 is uh the how big a role actually domestic willing observe willing participants uh there are to spread disinformation um but the hacking the hacking side of things seemed to be uh, uh le- more subtle if at all and i think the russians were clearly more careful this time around
0: yeah i completely agree and and while this election transpired with, with relatively little um, interference, I think, I think that the, the danger is that we ourselves in liberal democracies engage in so much uh, careless spreading of, of uh, misinformation and disinformation that we essentially do Our adversaries work for us and there there is another danger which is that we focus so much on oh uh, I guess this election went well this time so we don't have to worry and uh, and then we forget that interference is not just a matter of uh, turning up every four years to 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 create a bit of a mess it's it's actually continuous and one thing I want to discuss with you Thomas is um, interference through globalization, through our uh, private sector, and uh, you have lived for many years in many different countries. Uh, uh, what is your take on, on how dangerous that is, the in- interference through our private sectors, where they, where our companies are not able to to operate uh, as they should be able to do in, in a globalized economy because other countries are weighing on them or threatening them?
1: Well, the first thing I say that we have to also say, look, interference does not only happen in the United States. I mean, the focus, partially because there are more people there, partially because the U.S. is um, more powerful and partially because they seem to have focused more academic attention, S- things on meddling in U.S. politics gets more attention. We have it, we've seen it across Europe, virtually every country has either been hacked or, or is the victim of disinformation, but even more than disinformation, and what we do see is that the, uh, as you mentioned, the private sector can play has played an inordinate role uh, in actually manipulating democracies. Be it people being appointed to boards. I mean, I've even coined the term "shredderization" to talk about how uh, former officials then get high-ranking posts in uh, in a foreign adversary's uh, pri- so-called private sector, which is not the private sector. Uh, we see private, uh, again, with in authoritarian regimes, you do not have private companies, but we do see that their so-called private companies uh, appoint on their boards people who are active in politics, in democracies, and there again, that's a source of influence, not to mention also the larger problem that we face, which is the the asymmetric attack on democracies, because we can't do to authoritarian regimes what they do to us.
0: And that is our challenge. We abide by certain rules of of ethics, and uh, (laughs) that means that we can't, um, for example, assassinate people in other countries, even though uh, the temptation, I guess, has existed in many Western governments. One thing I wanted to bring up as well, very quickly, is the influence on Hollywood, and specifically China's influence on Hollywood, which is uh, conducted in a way that, that uh, is, is not illegal, it has to do with, with the fact that Hollywood movies need to be shown in China in order to break even, then Chinese censors can say, well, you wouldn't want to mention, or they can even just indicate you wouldn't want to mention these uh, particular issues, and all of a sudden they are completely cleansed of any criticism of China. But do you think, how big of a problem is that?
1: Well, It's hard to say. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a tendency or a trend. I don't know yet. I would rank in between directly buying politicians who are active in government, which we do know from at least one now former member of Congress, which we see in the case of some of the extreme parties in Europe uh, on the left and the right that get funding from Russia under the table. And we even saw in the case of uh, Austria, how someone was actually willing to take money in a sting. So, I mean, these are all different aspects of influence that are not simply limited to elections uh, and that can affect all of our democracies.
0: In other words, we have a lot to worry about, not just every four years in the US or every five years, every three years elsewhere, but every single day. Thomas, thank you very much. And uh, thank you all for listening.
1: Thank you.